0: Good morning. I hope you guys are doing fabulous. So, today I have Portia. She is Hi, my Eddie. intern. This is a little new for her. I'm a yeah. little camera shy. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> just that basically what you're going to do is just have a conversation with me. Okay. You got it? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, isn't she pretty? She's like the prettiest girl. <laughs> so and much. she's always got so many creative hairstyles, too. <laughs> I'm like, okay, so I have like three hairstyles. I've got curly, I got curly with the top bun, curly with the all bun. Hair in a ponytail, straight. <laughs> and that's about four. Oh, yeah, that's <laughs> four. okay. <laughs> yeah, and it's been raining like every day here, so it's like I haven't been able to straighten my hair, so it's been like a crazy mess. Yeah. So it all right, so um, let's talk about perception. You know, you're you're around a lot of people all the time, uh, clients, people, just in general, friends. Mm-hmm. You know, what do you think is the um, the biggest problem with people and their perceptions. Like, what do you think that, why is it that um, altering your perception or looking at things from a different direction is so important? Like, what's your thoughts on
1: that? Well, my thoughts are, um, so your perception is limited to the amount of data that you have, right? Mm. So you base your perception on the amount of information that you have on any given situation. So then your brain kind of deducts and reasons and does all this good stuff. So you perceive something in your mind, whether it's true or not, right? Because sometimes you may have information from something that happened in the past, but it doesn't mean that this situation now warrants that that you know is similar to what happened to the, in the past. You just know that it's something similar, so your mind just kind of goes in like, "Oh yeah, we've been through this before," and so this is my perception of that. Mm-hmm. So I believe that you have to have an open mind um, to limit your perception on things because the perception is a mind construct. Okay. So when you live it in your mind, it can be imaginary, it could be real. And when you draw from fear, it usually is imaginary, right? Um, anytime you fear something, it's not anything that has happened yet. You're just, you know, coming up with all these thoughts and imaginations about what could happen, all the probabilities statistic wise. And then you find out when you actually go through the situation that it wasn't anything that you even feared or even close to what you imagined. Oh my God, that is so true. Yeah. That is so true. So like, Why did I put is. all that
0: energy and fear into it? You know, you made so many valid points. Um, you know, I kind of look at it like it's a looping pattern. Mm-hmm. And so what happens is you get caught in it like a hamster wheel.
1: Exactly. And you're just
0: circling around, circling around. And you're this is your perception, mm-hmm. like, of how you viewed it. But somebody else who can, who's gone through the exact same thing is not seeing it with that much pain or that much, you know, heartache or whatever. Exactly. You, you see what I'm saying? I had a client yesterday who came in and she's gone through some very similar circumstances as I have and my children. Mm -hmm. Okay. And, um, she was having, um, a full on like straight up breakdown because she's mixed race Mm
1: -hmm.
0: and she's half Mexican, like her mother's Mexican Mm -hmm. and her father's white. Mm -hmm. And she said that she never really fit in. She wasn't white enough. She wasn't Mexican enough. And she ended up marrying a Mexican guy just so that she would have dark children, just mm-hmm. so that we, they wouldn't have identity problems. And, and so I'm sitting here thinking, okay, well that's what happened with my kids too. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like, I married a Mexican guy. My kids are half Mexican, you know, it's like, um, yeah. And the, it's, it's kind of interesting. Cause I'm looking at, but my children didn't have that perspective. Mm-hmm. Okay. And um, my daughter's all like, Somebody said something about, you know, about Mexicans at school when she was in high school, and she's like, You better shut up. I'm Mexican. You're talking about me. And they're like, Oh, I'm sorry, Amanda. We didn't know you're Mexican. And she's like, Well, I am. That's (laughs) right. Like, and she really wanted to identify with that culture, but now she just doesn't freaking care. She's like, I'm just Amanda. Mm -hmm. Get over it. Like, I think that a lot of times we get so wrapped up in how we perceive things. Like, she just got so wrapped up in how. It was affecting her life.
1: Yeah, we cling to certain identities. And when those identities are challenged, that's when we start, you know, fretting or worrying mm-hmm. or, or having this fear that people won't accept us. Right. Because exactly. this is what I identify with. Oh, I'm, I'm white, I'm Mexican, I'm black, whatever. Right. So you identify with this. And so when you put yourself out there, you're not sure people are going to perceive your identity. And so then you you, you mm-hmm. have this fear. And that's well, where it comes from. I
0: mean, I went through that myself. You yeah, know? Exactly. I mean, I'm freaking like... I was like, everybody in my family's blonde and I turned out brown hair with curly hair and shit. And mm-hmm. it's like, where'd that come from, girl? Yeah. You know? <laughs> you know, it's like, mom had an affair. You know, if you knew my mom, you know, that's not true, right? Yeah. <laughs> and so it's like, what? You know, until so I looked different. Um, I had a big booty, you know, and all Caucasian women don't yeah. have big booty. Exactly. They don't have exactly. the booty, girl, you know? Exactly. You know, I had a big booty and, you know, it was like, I just didn't, I stood out, you know, it was Mm -hmm. always like, and Caucasian men didn't want to date me.
1: Yeah, so you become self-conscious, right? Right, yeah. I thought
0: something was wrong with me because I didn't look like a cheerleader with big boobs and and small butt.
1: Exactly, and and, you know, you touched on perspective because perspective Mm -hmm. is related to your awareness, right? Mm -hmm. So let's say your daughter, um, let's say growing up in the same household, Children have a different perspective than what the parent does. So you might have been working multiple jobs, right? And your daughter comes to you now as an adult and says, hey, you were never there and I don't think you cared about me, blah, blah, blah. In your mind, when you were going through all that, you were just thinking of her, thinking how you want to provide a better life for her and all that good stuff. But two different awarenesses, right? Because your daughter wasn't aware of everything that you were doing to make her life comfortable. Mm -hmm. All she saw was that you weren't there. Versus your awareness was, oh, I'm going to take care of my child no matter what it, what it takes. And if I have to work five jobs, I'm going to do that. So oh, it is wow, really yeah. leveled to your awareness uh, when it comes to perspective as well. I really don't you think, think
0: so? I absolutely do. I think that that's, you kind of hit, hit you know, a really important thing. Because I think as parents, we tend to always think that we're doing the right thing. Mm-hmm. And nobody gave, gave us a manual. No. You know, I mean, nobody gave you a manual. And... um However, I can tell you that as so many of my clients that are parents Mm -hmm. fret, I mean, they're fretting all the time. i like, I can't, I can't figure this out. I can't do this. I'm a horrible parent, Mm -hmm. you know, and what ends up happening is, is the kid ends up growing up and believe it or not, a lot of times what they do is they become like little parrots and they Mm -hmm. mimic everything you do. Okay. So your perception, believe it or not, it might have been like, let's look at it from the opposite, opposite perspective is that you may have um, thought you weren't being a good parent, mm-hmm. but later on your daughter is like sitting here going, Oh my God, you were, you're always been there for me. You're, you like work so hard for me, you, and that's the kid. And you know, you can have one kid that will say like you did, mm-hmm. you were never there for me. And then as opposed to my daughter, she's like, oh, my God, you're like a warrior. You've always like you always came through. You always made sure we had birthday presents, Christmas Mm -hmm. presents, whatever. You might have been the one suffering, but you always took that Mm -hmm. that lead. And her perspective was, you're amazing. Mm hmm. I don't have any bad things to say about you. Exactly. But as a parent, you're like looking at, well, I wish I could have done this. I wish I could have done that. And so you want to kind of like chastise yourself, self-abuse. You know? Right, right. right? You beat you know? yourself up about it. Yeah, and say, hey, it wasn't good enough. It wasn't good enough. So a lot of times.
1: Or you may be protecting her. Like I had a friend yeah. whose mom would let her hang out with a certain girl in high school. Mm-hmm. And she thought her mom was just being mean and not letting her go out and all this other good stuff. Well, that friend wound up pregnant in high school. And her mom was like you know, saving her. And she didn't see that at the time, mm-hmm. you know, but her mom was aware of what this girl was. And so she didn't want her daughter around that.
0: Oh my God. I used to tell my daughter mm-hmm. all the time. I was like, you can hate me now. And that's okay.
1: Mm-hmm. Like, but the perception was, like, oh, my mom mm-hmm. doesn't want me to have any fun or she doesn't want me to go out or, you know. Right,
0: exactly. I told I told my daughter when she was in high school, I was like, you can just go ahead, hate me now. And I'm okay with that. Mm-hmm. Because one day you're going to be super happy that you're not, you weren't the teenage girl that got pregnant. Exactly. You know? and and so i was i you know and i have conversations about like look if you start feeling like you're you you need to do things then do certain things but just don't do other things you know Mm -hmm. i mean and she's like oh my god mommy i can't believe you're saying this and i'm like would you rather me like not talk to you you know (laughs) but so now because of that Mm -hmm. her perspective is I can tell my mom anything. I kind of raised her that way to where she, um, you know, still to this day, she's kind of like that. She calls me up and we talk about everything. Mm-hmm. Um, but let's get, like, getting on to other things. Um, a lot of times our perspective about ourselves, let's so, like self-worth. Mm-hmm. That's just the issue that I come up with a lot of my clients is self-worth. Mm-hmm. Um, it's self-worth. So here's the, t- the things that I hear the most. Self-worth, fear um Self sabotage, mm-hmm. confidence, motivation, lack of purpose. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's something I think that we should talk about. The lack
1: of purpose. Yeah,
0: because the the perception of that is that they have to do something like you and I do, like oh, I've always wanted to be a life coach. I really have to help somebody. You know, like that's the perception. But you can have a purpose just being um, but what if you don't
1: have a purpose what if your purpose is just to be here just to live
0: right exactly that was that's what i was like i mean why does
1: everybody have to have a purpose you know because your purpose gives you a meaning and but that's what a you're perspective looking for they,
0: yes yeah, they, i'm saying because like, you feel like it a, gives you yeah. meaning yeah it's a perspective that they feel like the, that their life has more meaning if they do something grandiose mm-hmm. you know so
1: you're not just good enough to raise your kids and be happy you have to go and do this grand mission to make your life so complete and everybody, you got to think about it. There's over a billion point whatever people on earth, right? Mm-hmm. If everybody had purpose, I mean, how yes! exactly. crazy would this place be? Oh my being. God, that is so true. don't you <laughs> think about that, it'd be like everybody's life coaching the life coach. Exactly, right? <laughs> exactly. I mean, everybody has a role, but your role be, may be minuscule. You know, yeah. and it's I still it's, making it's, an impact.
0: It's so it, that is so true. It's so important. And that's, that's exactly what I was telling somebody the other day is that your purpose could just be to be a good wife.
1: A good mother get, to your kids. To learn
0: how to love and A teacher or
1: whatever, right? It doesn't have right. to be this grand life mission that is going to change the it, world.
0: Oh, my God. Yeah. Like you could just go into a library and do readings for children, you know or something like that or help the
1: homeless I mean there could be certain things you can do to make you feel good and like oh that's a good purpose
0: I think it's more about I think that when people get this drive this feeling like it seems like every person that comes to my office does this I don't know about you but I hear it all the time I gotta find my purpose I feel like I'm better than this I feel like I've got to be more you know I mean they just get so passionate about it but I think that
1: Because I believe that it's been so propagandized that people feel like they're nothing without a purpose. And Mm. that's not the truth. I mean, you cannot attach your self-worth to your purpose. Right. And that's where a lot of people are are getting confused at. what
0: What if your purpose is just to learn how to be loving? I mean, because I would say having unconditional love that's a very rare quality. It is. I mean, it's...
1: And that should be well, everybody's purpose.
0: It's like less than <laughs> 2%, right? <Yeah. laughs> I mean, come on. And, I mean, it's... I mean, to be able to just accept people and realize, you know, this is... people. A lot of times people get this misunderstood. Too. Mm-hmm. They think that acceptance means compliance. You know?
1: We're no. so wanting to be accepted and belong to others. Mm-hmm. I think that's where the issue comes in because we want people to accept us. And when they don't, then we're feeling like, oh, something's wrong with me and I'm going to have to change in order for these people to adapt or I mean, for, in order for me to adapt to these people or for these people to like me. Don't have to change yourself in order for others to like you. If you stay true to who you are, you will attract people who love you.
0: I accept that a fly is in the rim and I'm going to swat it. Exactly bottom line
1: well yeah yeah <laughs> so you accept what is That's it all you is do. it is what it is yeah you know? it's a
0: fly and i'm gonna swap that fucker but don't change
1: know? who you are just to fit a mold of somebody's right, perception but of acceptance
0: you. doesn't necessarily mean that and this is this kind of goes into perspective as well because you're just people have this perspective about acceptance exactly they think that if that means that i have to take the abuse i have to be the victim so they don't want to accept it so then they go the opposite way, and then they become the victimizer. Or they become very mean and hateful and rude. And I'm not accepting this, you know. Mm-hmm. And and or you know, so so they either they don't know how to find that middle ground. They don't know how to. It is what it is. This mm-hmm. is a phone, period. Mm-hmm. Okay, you can't make it into a radio. Well, no, here's yeah. probably good. <laughs> <laughs> you can't make it into a coffee cup. Yeah. <laughs> okay, it's radio. It's used for a radio. You use it for a radio. That's it. Okay. So, um, as far as that, that's what it is. Now, if you're pissed off that it's not a coffee cup, get over it, okay, and go get yourself a coffee cup. I mean, come on. I mean, this is this is the part that 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 just really like I I I think that people just have a really hard time with their 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 perspective about acceptance. Is I think so that's completely what
1: it is. off. It is.
0: It's like I have to be a victim. So I can't, I'm not accepting that. So this person that. can
1: accept me, right? Right. I have to have abuse so this person can accept me. I have to not be myself so this person can accept me.
0: Or I have to be accepting to be spiritual. So that means that I have to take the abuse. Exactly. Exactly. So I'm saying it's a fly swatted. That except the fact that it's a fly. Okay. So you and I were having a conversation on my drive over here mm-hmm. and I was talking about this
1: person did this and this person did that. Oh, my God,
0: I'm blocking people every day. You wouldn't believe what he said. And and the thing is, is that here's my perspective. That was a fly. Yeah. I had to swat it. Block. Boom.
1: Done, right? Yeah, done. Yeah. Okay.
0: I accept the fact that people are crazy and that. They're, they're getting crazier and crazier right Yeah, now. it's a
1: sick, sad world, like yeah. I told you before. And, so, and that's unfortunate. So why would you want to be like those people? Like, why would you want to be sick and sad? I mean, you have to follow your own path and, and know that what's right for you is right for you. And don't change who you are to fit any kind of mode to be accepted because accept yourself first. Because obviously you haven't done that. If you're looking for somebody else to accept you, then you haven't accepted yourself.
0: So that brings up a really good point is the going back, you know, kind of keeping this on perspective is you can have the perspective of acceptance, Mm -hmm. the perspective of sabotage, the perspective of what type of mother you are, the perspective of being a victim versus a victimizer. There's so many different ways that you can look at this, but if you alter your perspective, guys, Mm -hmm. if you alter the way that you look at things, then you can make your life a lot less painful. That's true. You know, it's it's really about choosing the way that you want to look at things to either cause you pain or not cause you pain. So I can take everything that's happened to me with all these crazy people attacking me
1: Mm -hmm.
0: like really bad and just get really down about it and say, obviously, it's because I'm not viewed the way I want to be viewed or. You know, nobody's really understanding me. I don't really have a voice. I really can't help people. I could go down that road. You can. And that's the perspective that I can take because of a few people. Mm-hmm. Or I can say, that was
1: a fly. I'm going to swat it. And that brings up a point of mm-hmm. not reacting the same way that you always do to a certain situation. Because that will help rewire your mind, in a sense. So if you always dealing with the parent or whatever, and you know your dad always makes you mad... Why go down that path with him? Try a different route to get to him. You know, there's mm-hmm. ways so that true. you can I guess change someone's perceptive, perception of you by taking another act. It it is really a truly a, a work of art to continue to be aware of that mm-hmm. because you don't want to engage in, in the same I guess behavioral patterns. Yeah. Um and you want to kind of change your yourself in aware of that in a way that you're aware of what you're doing. Because a lot of people do things unconsciously. Mm-hmm. And so you find yourself in these situations or things like that because you're not even thinking consciously what you're doing.
0: Right. Huh? Say hi to Alyssa. Hi, Alyssa. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so she said, let's see what Alyssa said. She gave us some hearts. And she said, my purpose in life is to be an influencer of love, happiness, and deliberate creation. That I is so that. true. I love that. And she's like that, right? Yeah, she I mean, She like- comes across like all like. Oh,
1: that's so beautiful. She is full of
0: love. (laughs) You know how she does that? Yeah. That's so beautiful. Yeah, she does. And that's what I'm saying. Just her energy
1: alone is just so great and positive. And so when she's around anybody, you can just feel that that's who she is.
0: Yeah. And so that's her purpose. I Mm -hmm. mean, you don't have to go and change your career. You know, you can just be, um, but she can touch others from where she is. Right. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Exactly. So what other things that you do you feel like that people um, are struggling with when it comes to perspective?
1: Just acceptance. I think acceptance, awareness. Mm-hmm. You know, you have to be aware when you're facing certain situations that are challenging to you and how you react to them. Mm-hmm. Um, once you are aware of your baseline behavioral patterns, then from there you can kind of make those adjustments and not put yourself in those situations too. Um, You can avoid them.
0: You know, I was just thinking about something. Here's a different way of using perspective on pain that we've gone through. Mm -hmm. I just thought about this. You know you know how people go to war and they fight and then they come back and Mm -hmm. they have, like, battle wounds and tattoos and all kinds of stuff Mm -hmm. and they're all, like, proud of it? Like, oh, I got this bullet right here in this battle and I got this scar here from this battle and they're, like, all their battle wounds are super proud of. Mm -hmm. Or they go and get tattoos, you know, because of what they... What they did in some war or something, right? Mm-hmm. So it's super proud. Mm-hmm. So why can't our battle wounds, our emotional battle wounds, be
1: something our? Because people don't them. want to go through the bad; they just want all good. Well, that's I what the know. issue is. I know, but so, this is <laughs> and not, that's not how life works, right?
0: But what I'm saying, why can't we change that? Why can't we see it as like a battle, like as an a positive emotional thing. as an emotional battle wound that I'm proud of? I overcame a divorce. I overcame an abusive husband. I overcame. Um, you know, struggling, trying to get my business to work. I overcame learning how to build a website. I overcame having a friend ditch me. I have overcame all these abusive pox.
1: I think it's great. Think about it, though. If you Uh have more trial and tribulations in your Mm -hmm. story, you have a better book to write. If -hmm. your life was all good and comfortable, nobody's going to want to read that. Mm -hmm. You know, you have to keep that in perspective. That's the reason why we go through these challenges in life Mm -hmm. is to make us better. And you want a better story. So embrace those challenges, because guess what? They're room for growth. And that can enhance your story. So if you want to write a book about yourself, guess what? People are going to pick that up because it's going to be a bestseller because everything that you overcome, because people like to hear about overcoming adversities. And if you, raised, if you rose to the occasion and overcame something that was a challenge to you, whether it was starting your business, whether it was leaving an abusive relationship, or whether it was just you know getting through raising your kids, people want to hear your story, and they want to hear about anything that you overcame. So if you have nothing to talk about, or if you didn't overcome anything, Oh, your so, so
0: you're basically saying be a role model. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean,
1: embrace your challenges, embrace the adversities that happen in your life. And see because... what you
0: learned from it, and yeah, because you know, there's like, your time and see to grow. Your battle wound. Yeah. You know, yeah. I did this. I overcame this.
1: Yeah. You know? And be like, yeah. man, I'm so much stronger today because I did this. And yeah. You know, you just. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. You have to reflect back on those times where you overcame a challenge and you came out so much better because of it. You know, celebrate those things
0: so this is this i love this i love this 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 is it overcome the challenge mm-hmm. you know and and see it as a battle wound that you're proud of exactly like, i mean that that should be like everybody's motto
1: all right so i'm gonna have to run y'all but thank you so much for allowing me to, to speak today and I, I hope to be back on soon
0: so i hope you enjoyed this light-hearted conversation about perception with Portia on looking at perspective from a different direction. This is Michelle Thompson, Mindset Rehab.